Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. Praying on WordPress plugins. It's episode 565 WP plugins A to Z, and we have plugins for Clock Tick, Twitter Graph, Twit Cards, Sugar Light, Event Prime, Registering with CVita, and Classic Press Options, all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Oh, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the oasis deep in the heart of Cowichan Valley, I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And we have the usual show for you today. And of course, don't forget, it is a value for value show. Please, folks, kick us some value back. We would greatly appreciate it. And you do want to hang around to the end of the show for the Q&A segment with Amber, which, you know, we kind of split up for those that listen to the download of the podcast and those that come on over to the YouTube channel and catch all the little extras before and after the show. With all of that being said, I guess I should. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. This is number 24 of 52 episodes for 2022. It seems that the warmth has finally arrived here on the West Coast, although it's really wet. It's kind of interesting because it's been more of a warm wet lately, except for today. I've never really experienced warm rain here on the island before, except for like really short sprinklings. But it's been a few times where it's been raining perfectly hard and it's been warm the whole time through. It's pretty cool. Hopefully everyone is getting outside, whether there's rain or shine, to at least get a little exercise. And if it's raining, get out there and be totally silly and ridiculous with your friends or your kids. Stomp in the puddles like when you were younger. Believe it or not, it's really quite exhilarating to just be a younger version of yourself stomping in puddles and making mud pies. A lot of fun, kind of like playing D&D, only, you know, actual doing stuff. Get out there and be a kid. Absolutely. Have some fun. All right. With that, we have news. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John O'Brien. Nope. With so Amber. First up, <laughs> first up, we have WordPress vulnerability report for June 8, 2022. It's a great long list of fixes for plugins this week, so be sure to check out the fixed plugins. There's some good ones there. And in the list of uh, plugins that need to be fixed, there's a long list there too. A few that caught my eye are MailPress, WP Sentry, Tiny Contact Form, Social Share Buttons by Subsistic, Mini Oranges Limit Login Attempts, and Mini Oranges Malware Scanner. There are a lot more. Those are just the ones that I recognize. So make sure that you check out this list and compare it to your or your client's sites. 
one with many orange is uh, problematic because I have I don't use it anymore, but I have used it mm -hmm. on site. So and it is a good plugin, but uh, I'm sure they'll fix it pretty quick. Yeah. Also, social share buttons by Substistic. I've seen that in a few different sites. Yeah. So looks like there's some semi-popular plugins in the list this week. Good reason yeah. to check this list on a regular basis or, you know, and considering that these are the list of the ones that haven't been fixed yet, so you wouldn't even know. All right. Next, next up, we have WP Engine acquires Delicious Brains plugins. Yeah. This kind of makes me sad because I haven't seen plugins acquired by WP Engine that haven't changed, like, sometimes dramatically, but mostly they just they change and they don't work the way they did. <laughs> So the plugins that they got are Advanced Custom Fields, mm -hmm. WP Migrate, WP Offload Media, WP Offload SES, and Better Search Replace. All of their best plugins. Yep. Aside, aside from aside from the W yeah, the WP Migrate. I I don't know if I've renewed my license. I haven't used it in a while, but the WP Migrate is a great plugin. Yeah, let's hope that they don't do damage to them because these are excellent plugins and I use virtually all of them. I use the yeah. uh, offload, me or not the offload, I use the better search and replace, the WP Migrate, the A advanced custom fields or plugins that I use. Yeah, WP Engine's yeah. Not, not had an incredible track record, unfortunately. I really hope they don't screw it up because Delicious Brain did an amazing job with these plugins. Yeah. Yeah. Here's hoping. All we can do is hope. Hope that it stays 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 working really well. Uh, Groundhog acquires Hollerbox, a powerful pop-up and lead generation in WordPress plugin. So Hollerbox has been bought. Hopefully they treat this plugin with love and respect. I do like Hollerbox. It's pretty cool. Uh, Groundhog is something new to me, although apparently it's been around for a very long time. Yeah, I recognize them. So I'm not sure about Groundhog, and I don't know what their track record is. Yeah, I don't recall. I don't think I've used anything from them in quite some time. Sounds like there's a whole slot, a whole bunch of uh, acquisitions going on in the WordPress world. Most be a lot of dudes named Ben that are just tired of it and saying, yeah, I'll just sell out and be gone, go retire on a farm somewhere. I think there is, because there's a couple more acquisitions, too. Uh, first of all, InstaWP gets seed funding from Automatic. So InstaWP, initially thought to be a disposable plugin, is meant to make it much easier to create a WordPress site without the work of doing it yourself. Trying to make it easier for everyone. Personally, I hope it doesn't work overly well. Otherwise, the likes of us will be put out of a job of creating and will be stuck with only fixing, which would kind of suck. I like creating. Hmm. But. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting I'm... that this was a throwaway plugin that turned into something that is more big. Yeah, well, it's, you never know what suddenly can become big in, in, the, in the industry. I've seen plugins that I didn't think were going to be very good become become something very useful. And then we have another acquisition. Elementor acquires Stratic. Stratic is a headless WordPress hosting company and is now owned by Elementor. 
For those who use Stratic, be aware this has happened. I don't think Elementor will wreck anything. From my experience so far, Elementor has a pretty decent track record. They have a tendency to tinker and change things up a bit, but they don't seem to really wreck anything, which I like. Yeah, well, they they, they made themselves to support Elementor, so it sounded like it's a good fit. Mm-hmm. And next we have five for the future program set to adopt official definition for pledges and contributions. This is an initiative encouraging organization, organizations to contribute uh, 5% of their resources to WordPress development. And they are looking to adopt an official definition for what constitutes pledges and contributions. Hmm. Uh, Participation in Five for the Future means consistent effort by an individual or company via a, a Make WordPress team to directly support the WordPress open source project and the project's current big ideas rather than the sole benefit of a company or individual. Simply put, Five for the Future exists to collaboratively invest in the health of the WordPress project, ensuring its long-term sustainability and success. I foresee each company putting in the 5% wanting a say and a hard and fast deadline though, which means this might blow up in their faces. No. This has no. been a, this has been around WordPress for about 10 years. Oh, I think. Okay. And every once in a while they bring it back to the forefront and try and re-encourage companies to recommit. Um, but it okay. started. It started maybe not ten years, uh, somewhere between five, maybe five and ten years, somewhere in that neighborhood there. But what it does is it encourages companies because everyone who uses WordPress benefits from the core project, and it encourages companies that have the resources to to commit back five percent of either income they make or somebody's time you know on their teams or whatever to help build the core projects and it it's a good thing because it's helped it's helped the wordpress grow like it's been growing and there are several companies out there that have a massive commitment i can think of uh to you know wp commerce oh yoast and amazon or not amazon but um um GoDaddy, you know, those are the three companies that come to mind that have a commitment to the 5%. So it is a good thing and it does help the community. I don't know, you know, they run a, they run some things by committees, but the committees don't always work really well. And then, you know, if you read Mayanna's posts of a few weeks ago where she was trying to get something done in the committee and she finally bailed because they just wouldn't listen to her they wouldn't listen to her advice and that's where that's where problems lie is you get people with certain ideas but for on on the whole it's not a bad thing and it does help wordpress the way they put it on here did not quite come across the same as the way that you just said it yeah well unfortunately the way that some of them work Right, so. uh, next, I have RT Camp launches WordPress plugin compare project. This could be very useful, though I can also see it flopping. Mm -hmm. uh, this project, this is a project designed to assist people in comparing the plugins they are looking for, rather than going through the fifty-nine thousand plugins themselves and finding the right few, then comparing those few themselves. Yeah. Part of the problem is going to be the fact that uh, part of their screening process uses SEO, 
analytics, social sharing, and e-commerce. Though they also use the age of the plugin and the last time it was updated to search and find what you are looking for. Hmm. This could be a problem because, as most developers know, you may find exactly what you're looking for in an older plugin that hasn't been updated for two or three years, but the coding was done well, so it's still good and it still works. Yeah. So I, I can see this where it might flop, but. I could be wrong, and it may end up being absolutely fantastic and make it a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to wait and see on this. Could very well be. It's a nice idea, though. <laughs> and the last one I have for today, an AI chatbot trained on 4chan. <laughs> oh, there's a good place for a, for a chatbot to train. Well... Uh, this actually reminds me of an article I read recently where a few parrots in a zoo had to be separated because they were encouraging one another to swear to say swear words at the people. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> a 4chan bot would essentially be the same thing. Yes, yeah, so pretty much, you know. I'll say that's a, that's a good place for to train an AI bot is in 4chan. I mean, there's nothing in 4chan but the best of intentions and only the kindest of humans. <laughs> well... What's really funny is if you read this article, you find out that the creator of this bot essentially played a practical joke on 4chan, mm. using them as a fine-tuning place for his creation. He created two bots. One bot, it was found out that it was a bot, but then he brought in the second bot. And the whole article is very entertaining to read. I'll have to read that one, just, just for the <laughs> entertainment value. Okay. All right, well... There's your news, plus uh, all the extras that are always in the uh, show notes. And there's always a ton of extra news is in here. And be sure to look through the extras, because I throw in random entertaining stuff like this into the extras, too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's go talk about our main thing on the show. It's time to donate to WP. A to Z. I actually heard the whole jingle this time. That's awesome. Yes, well, the sound is working today. So this show won't work without you, the producers. This is a value for value kind of show. If you find some value in our show, toss some value back. Help, help keep the show going so we can keep on plugging. Show producers, this is where we like to take the time to thank everyone who supports the show. This week's show art is by... Greg's Graphics. Starting to think we should just say our Greg's Graphics show art. <laughs> That's because our other artists are the, and we do. We did have about four, four or five artists that were producing for us, and they've, they've, they've either their lives have gotten busy or something else, or they just don't feel creative. I don't know. Anyway, thank you, Greg. We greatly appreciate your artwork, especially to this week's artwork. It's kind of uh, perfectly cre uh, creepy. I love praying mantises, although pregnant praying mantises are even creepier looking. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. It's a good photo A good photo of a praying mantis, though. It's a really good shot. It is. Very nicely done. Yeah, it's very nicely done. It looks great. I like the greens. So, yeah. I just realized something. Hmm. Praying mantis, its colors almost perfectly matches the colors of your logo. Yep. That's so cool. It does. You have a Praying Mantis logo color. I'm, I'm Praying Mantis logo <laughs> color. So thanks a lot, Greg. Greatly appreciate you and the artwork. Definitely. Totally awesome. 
Uh, show executive producers up on the stage this week. Uh, nobody, but maybe next week. Executive producers are the ones coming in with $50 or more in donations. You can also send along a note that will be read out live on the show. You can just say hi, or you can send in your elevator speech and get a little self-promotion while donating to a good cause. Backroom producers hang out in the lounge. They're always around. They do jobs that help keep the show going at all times. One of the big... Uh, one of the big uh, part of being a background producer is you can send in donations that, co that come in under $50 and you stay anonymous. You can help us out with our contests, artworks, and site organization. You can send us in notes, questions, plugin suggestions, and plugin reviews, which it doesn't have to be a plugin you like. It can be a plugin you hate. It can be a plugin that you are interested in hearing a review on. Anything. And there are also backroom producers who help us out by hiring us. This is as good as donating. Plus, we get the ad bonus of more experience to bring to our listeners here on the show. A big thank you to all the producers out there. We could not do this show without you. We run this show on the, on the value for value thing, which is time, talent, or treasure. If you need a description of what those can be, we have them in the show notes. Absolutely. And if you also one more thing, if you want to send something into us through snail mail, we also have our address here, uh, two WP plugins A to Z. Alrighty, and let's move in to what everyone shows up to the show for: all the plugins. All right. Well, to start off, and we got uh, nothing new that I'm aware of of classic press options here this week, but uh, we still keep the segment alive, hoping to hear more from the classic press community. So, if you know anyone that uses classic press, send them our way, and we'll get some stuff up here to help promote classic press for those that want to use it. Oh, I think this might be new. Check out the new chats in the forum. I think that one is new. Oh, didn't we say that last I show? No, we added in, um, oh, maybe. Yep, yeah. we did. My bad. Yep. I just didn't recognize it because I haven't seen it for, for more than a week. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into the plugins we've got for you this week. And the plugins I've got for you, WordPress plugins, the first one I've got for you is called Clock Tick Tick. And what this plugin does for you is it works with your WooCommerce. It's kind of a strange title, but it's for customizing your account page. Even though, you know, local time around the world, I don't know, man. It's kind of a bizarre. I thought it was going to be a clock, but it turns out that it's a... Uh, that it is for customizing your account page on your WooCommerce website for the user dashboard, allowing you to add additional menu items into the user account page. So when people sign in, you can go put in your user account page, select pages that they'll be going to. You could put in additional information that they might need, um, a different uh, additional locations and such that they might need to go to, and it adds it into the user menu under your WooCommerce website for the user account section when people are logged into your site. You could use it for a question and answer, a support forum, all kinds of things that aren't normally included. At any rate, I thought it was a fairly useful one that could be added, probably will be added eventually to uh, 
the uh, Rogues Oasis website for its e-commerce store, you know, to give people more ways of finding out information. At any rate, seemed like a really great little plugin that you can mess with and add to your WooCommerce site, even though they've got the wrong title up there for some strange reason. Anyway, go check it out. It's called Clock Tick Tick, and I give it a four dragon rating. Seems pretty cool, although the, I totally thought it was going to be about clocks. <laughs> yes, well, see, this is a bizarre. It's it's that's what I thought when I went and looked at it. I said, wait a minute, I'm reading down. So that's an odd way to do it. You get the wrong title. I mean, even the big banner on top says local time around the world, but then you're into something that's more useful. <laughs> so, go figure. The first one I have is simple event management sugar calendar light. So this is a pretty cool plugin. It was designed for those who need an easy way to present what is on their calendars in their site for everyone to see. You will find the settings under calendar to the right side, and there you can add events, create different calendars for different things, and choose which calendar to show or just show them all. This is a great and easy to use calendar if you are needing an easy PC with quick addition from the back end. Though to get the more useful bits like recurring events, you will need to download additional plugins or upgrade to the premium version. Mm. I did like the way it looked. Cool. And uh, I rate it at four dragons. Very cool. All right. The next one I've got for you is Open Graph and Twitter Cards. And what this one's for is I was having troubles on the Oasis website trying to get when if people wanted to uh, tweet out or share a page on Facebook, it just wasn't pulling all the correct information. So I realized oh, I need to go put myself an open graph in there. And uh, I was more interested in the I, I wanted something doing both. This plugin here is supposed to do both the open graph for Facebook and the Twitter card tags. And what I found with it, while it works fantastic for the Facebook version of it and does a good job, the Twitter card doesn't quite do exactly what I wanted it to do. And it did work well. I set it up. It started pulling in the correct information for the Facebook instead of doing the randomizing Facebook does unless you tell it what to do and allowed me to share everything out. I give it this one here a five dragon rating. Mainly because I like what it did for the Facebook stuff. And for the Twitter stuff, we'll talk about that in a bit. But if you're looking for a way to get that information onto your website for sharing, this is a great tool to help you with that task. Go check it out. It's the Open Graph and Twitter card tags. Um, next one I have is Event Prime Online Events Calendar Bookings and Tickets. This is a pretty amazing calendar. It was created for both subscribers and administrators to view and to add events. In the free version, you get everything you need to get up and going, including pre-made pages that you have complete control of, compatible with Elementor, and a few other themes too. Something cool I haven't seen elsewhere yet is you get control over the color of the text for each event and the block that it sits in, which I, I think that's a really good idea. Nice. I personally found uh, have found using event calendars a little confusing, but these guys have some pretty amazing walkthroughs to help you get through it. And they use layman terms, meaning everyone can understand it. 
I really like these guys. Very useful free version. The premium version just adds on, which honestly is how I think it should be, rather than making it so that the useful bits are all in the premium version. I rate this at five dragons. Very cool. Yeah, I looked this one over this morning after you'd sent it to me to look over, and I found it to be quite nice. I'm considering actually yanking my event calendar that I pay way too much for, save myself 300 bucks a year, and uh, and uh, and switch. I gotta, I gotta see this. I gotta see this one in a test environment and see how well it works before I switch. But it they do uh, have importing option on this too. Do they? Well, that's even nicer. So and I'll have free version. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out then. All right. The final one I've got for you here today is called JM Twitter Cards. And this one here does a fantastic job of pulling in the information it needs. So if people decide they want to tweet out tweet out your page and uh, it pulls in the correct image, the image size, the correct uh the correct text that you want you want it just does a really good job and it even does a nice job of previewing the render when it goes off to twitter so this if you're looking for something to allow that sort on your website this is the plugin that you will want to use go check this one out it's jm twitter cards and i give it a five dragon rating very cool um by the way, I can't hear the dragon anymore. No, oh, that's not my fault. It's yours. He ran away. He yeah. doesn't like me anymore. Nope. He doesn't want to play. <laughs> Last one I have for today is Event Registration Calendar by Vsita, I think is how you say it. Mm, looks good to me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I thought this was a calendar plugin for your site itself, though it turned out to be a plugin designed to link an online account with Visita to your site. Mm. They have a lot of great options, though this calendar is more geared towards accepting appointments and payments rather than creating events in general. When the viewer goes to book something, everything has to be set up so they can choose from a drop-down, leaving no ability for them to create anything themselves. You can create things in your site, though I personally found it easier to work through the dashboard on the website, like on the Visita website, which I also found kind of irritating since I had to flip back and forth, and I, I didn't like that much. Um, also, nothing is on saved onto your site. It's all saved onto Visita. I can see the uses for this for a business that needs to have bookings like chiropractors or mechanics. Mm -hmm. They're not great if you're looking to create calendars for things like meetups or festivals. The free version gives you what you need to get started, though the really useful things are hidden behind that premium paywall. I rate this at four dragons. Very cool. All right. Well, that's all the plugins we got for you, and it looks like we do have some listener questions this week. We'll let you take it. All right. Um, there we go. Hi, Amber and John. I listen to your show regularly and have learned a lot. I'm wanting to set up an email server on my domain. John, have you made any step-by-step -step videos on this that I may follow? If not, it would be great if you did. What security things do I need to be aware of after it is set up? 
Are there any rules of thumb to follow in setting up? Is there a maximum number of recipients that I should stay under so I am not seen as spamming? Thanks for your help and keep educating the masses. Email newbie. Okay, well, there probably is training videos because you're not set, technically setting up a server if you've got a hosting provider that's providing you with email access. A lot of hosting providers, though, all they do is they say, oh, you can have 10 email accounts, when in reality, 10, 100, the server doesn't care. They just find it a way to limit people. And... Um, it's done through the cPanel on a website is to set up the email account because the email server is already set up on the, by the hosting provider. You're not actually setting up an email server unless you're setting it up on your own computer at home, which I don't recommend these days. Uh, there's probably videos I've created. I've long since forgotten all the training videos that I've created and posted up on the YouTube website, but they're there. And uh, security things you got to be aware of. Well, you got to hope your hosting provider has set up the security properly because the security is not your problem if you're just a, a hosting client <clears throat> with email provided. Rules of thumb to follow and set up you just go through the cPanel, create a new email account, and uh, follow the instructions. The hardest part nowadays is connecting it to your email client on your computer, where it used to be an easy task. They thought they would make the task even easier by hiding all the information that goes on in the background, thereby making it impossible for someone with a brain to actually set them up. And uh, the, Yeah, that's tripped me up a couple times when I'm trying to set up a new email. Yeah, the, the automated system, it doesn't always work. And you, you don't have options to go in and manually override the automated system. It's like, come on, guys. This used to be such an easy task. I could do it in under five minutes. Now it can take me up to a half an hour to get it functioning. Yeah, they made it so much easier. Maximum well, number of recipients. For a new training video. Yeah, maximum number of recipients that you should stay under. Well, you shouldn't be sending out, you know, dozens of uh, one email to dozens of people unless you're using an email client or not an email client but a uh, a, uh, a mailing list client to send to mailing lists because otherwise you will look like spam um, unlike you know you still see it today I still see it today like when I get emails from school or from some organization I've done instead of BCC and people they put all the emails in the copy you know, send a copy to, and you end up seeing all 100 people that they've emailed it to. So it's, it, there's nothing I can say about recipients. I, I don't know whether there's a limit or not. You just got to do what you can. Although if you do have a lot of people that you plan on sending out regular emails to, maybe something like MailPoet, sign up with the service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use a use a uh, um, uh, a uh, newsletter client or of some sort to send out newsletters because if you're sending out to dozens or hundreds of people, you're gonna you're gonna look like spamming. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, it's just the way the world is right now. What was once a good thing has been abused. Well, thanks, email newbie. That was a, that was some pretty good questions. Yeah. All right, we still don't have a contest yet. It will come. Let's cover up a couple of quick things here before we move into the Q&A segment. First off, the plugins we covered this week, the clock tick tick, which I gave a four to, 
the Open Graph and Twitter cards, which I gave a 5 to, and the JM Twitter cards, which I gave a 5 to. And I covered Simple Event Management Sugar Calendar Light, which I rated at 4. Event Prime Online Events Calendar Bookings and Tickets, which I rated at 5. And Event Registration Calendar by Visita, which I rated at 4. Very nice. All right. Remember, everyone, there is a meetup for June 25th. That's coming up pretty damn quick. And to go register, go check out WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash meetup to go RSVP for the meetup. Anyone out there want to be interviewed? Reach out to me at WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash interview. And if you have suggestions on plugins you want to be reviewed, they don't even have to be yours, just ones you think everyone should know about. Just go to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash submit plugin review. All right. This is where we dive into... It's question and answer time. What, Amber? Oh, I heard that one. That one was loud. Yeah, that one was pretty loud. So before I get started, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca, and we'll get them up here and see if we can stump my dad. First question is, what attributes do you look for when choosing a theme for a site, and what information do you need to know when helping your client to choose a theme for their site? Um, well, that one's six one half dozen of the other i mean there's not many sites anymore that you need a specific theme for i mean there's still a lot of specific themes out there uh for sites such as newspapers or video or other things for a site a lot of sites you start with a basic theme especially if you're building an element or you start with a basic theme and you just kind of customize it as you go um okay but there's still a couple out there that I can think of. Newspaper style, a newspaper style theme helps to ensure that things are going to be where you want them to be for a newspaper style or um, a site that is, you know, video, uh, heavily videoed, uh, not dependent, but heavy on the video and stuff, a way to showcase the videos. You're looking for, you know, information you need from the client is you know, what, what are they going to do is it going to sell stuff display stuff you know showcase you know get sales leads it's it's constant juggling as to you know, what you're looking for you get as much information about what their end goal is for their website to help determine the theme and nowadays uh, i find a lot of time you don't even don't even pick a theme you just start with elementor and a basic theme that will work for you I mean, my big one now is I usually start with an ast with the Astra theme, which is a uh, pretty much a blank slate and Elementor. I tried using Elementor with the WordPress default theme, and I found that there were problems being able to do custom headers and other things without a lot of extra work. So it's just a matter of what you're going to do and how it's going to work. Okay. Uh, next question is, what is your opinion on caching plugins? Is this something you would recommend your clients to add to their site or no? Um, I've gone back and forth on caching plugins, being the greatest thing since sliced bread to being the most horrible thing since uh, Vesuvius blew up. You know, it's, it's like caching plugins 
they do good, but for some reason, every time I install a caching plugin for several months, they function like a charm, and then they stop functioning correctly and start giving me grief, and I have to yank them out. And my site starts running faster again. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just cursed. Other people run them, and they never, ever, ever have a problem, and they help their site run perfectly well. Maybe it's just me and my curses. I have no idea. Now, caching plugins are good. I've got nothing against them, and they do help. They really do, uh, especially if you've got a if you're on a, some low quality hosting. They seriously help there. And it is something I have recommended and installed on clients' websites to help speed their sites up. You know, so it does work, and caching plugins are good, but sometimes they just don't do what you need them to do. It's when do you need a caching? Um, cache, caching plugins are really great if you're loading Im for images. You know, if okay. you if you've got a lot of images, you know, because then it caches them in there and helps them load faster. If you've got a lot of if you've got a lot of information being displayed, if you're on a slow hosting provider, you know, that's where you need caching. You know, so it, it, and it varies, and it depends on how caching. You know, it depends on how anal someone is about their speed of their website. If they're super anal, then caching is going to help them dramatically. If they're not overly anal about it, then caching's just one more thing. I mean, if you're on a lot of hosting companies, I can't think of the hosting companies now. Some of them charge you by the resources used on the site, and caching plugins help you use less resources. So. Okay. Um, my last question is, can you explain Gopher Space in more basic terms for those like me who have never heard of it before? What do you think about it? Do you think it will make a full comeback? Why or why not? Okay, that'll be an entertaining question for me. We'll come back to that one after we let our girl take us out. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wbpluginsatoz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at wppluginsatoz. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.